Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I've got some news and views from a West Texans, the biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to today's power-packed, informative podcast today. I have got some stuff that's going to blow your minds. Let me tell you, when I come across it uh, this morning or just a while ago, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Is this for real? It is for real. So I'm going to pull this up if it will let me. There we go. Okay, so we have uh, articles uh, I'm taking from the prophecynewswatch.com how a cashless society is a precursor to enforcing the mark of the beast and this is by Mark Hitchcock originally from the Harbingers Daily we will talk about that and another big one guys uh, sit down uh, take a seat take a seat right now before I read this to you because you're going to be like you're kidding me right Heather and I'm going to say no no I'm not kidding you Black and white print right here. You ready? Big Brother, your Wi-Fi can now be used to see, quote, throughout your home. And yes, folks, it's going to talk about smart meters. Mm-hmm. So, folks, this comes from Bomb Thrower via Bomb Thrower. But you guys can find it at technocracy.news. But you know him, you love him. He is my favorite. It is, yes, guys, it is Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Go check him out. Donate. Give him some love. Um, yeah, folks, this is the biggie. And, of course, we all kind of knew it, but I'm going to throw you some proof. Or, actually, I'm not going to. Leo Holman is going to throw you some proof. And it says, Mike Pence outs himself as servant of the neocon, warmongering, Luciferian deep state. <clears throat> yes, folks. Uh, yeah, and we're going to play a video. Um, and I'm probably going to go ahead and record this uh, and, and throw this up um, on my YouTube channel. Um, probably Rumble. We'll try YouTube and see how far it goes <laughs> or how long it lasts. But for definitely, it will be on the Rumble channel. And so we will, uh, I'll go ahead and record that, guys, and I'll let you guys listen to that. And uh, you're going to be like, yeah, we knew it was coming. Um, You guys, we have so much to talk about. And so I'm going to grab me a cup of coffee. You guys may want to grab the beverage of your choice and um, kick back and take a listen to this. If you're out jogging, whatever you're doing, driving in your car or sitting on your couch eating Cheetos. Here we go, folks. Let's get into it. So we're going to start with how a cashless society is a precursor to enforcing the mark of the beast. Folks, the mark of the beast is coming. We as Christians will not um, be uh, here for that. We as Christians won't even know who the Antichrist is. People are like, who's the Antichrist? We're looking for the Antichrist. He could be this. He could be six, six, six. Be no, it doesn't matter. Is your Christian? You're not going to know. <laughs> we ain't going to be here. Uh, we'll probably know when we get to heaven. But um, as far as that goes, we will not be on earth um, to see the rise of the Antichrist or anything about that. The Lord Jesus will rapture us before that happens. Um, read your books. Read First and Second Thessalonians to get a really good grasp on that. And uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 50 to 53. Lots of good stuff um, in those three books. Anyway, so we won't harp on that because I have spoke a ton about that in the past. So let's jump into this article. This is by Mark Hitchcock. If you don't know him, you might want to check him out. I have one of his latest books. It's called The End. Mm -mm -mm. Guys, 
It is good. You need to grab it. Anyway, so Joe Rogan is a comedian, podcast host, and UFC commentator. His podcast, which I do not endorse, and I don't either, uh, with the rank language he often uses, has over 15 million subscribers. He is a major influencer in our culture today and an unbeliever. A couple of weeks ago, he had a guest named Duncan Trussell, who is a stand-up comic, writer, and actor. Surprisingly, they discussed for quite some time how a cashless society is a precursor to enforcing the mark of the beast. Folks, I talked about this. So um, during his program, Joe Rogan asked how long before we're a cashless society? And Trussell responded, quote, hopefully forever. It is so scary to imagine losing privacy completely because every transaction is in the public eye and is observable. There, this is where I get scared because it's too similar to the mark of the beast. It's too similar to exactly what the Bible and the book of Revelation says, quote, you won't be able to trade. You won't be able to do anything unless you have the mark, unless you bear the mark, unquote. This response led Joe Rogan to say, how is the mark of the beast described in the Bible? I think we're on to something here. <laughs> so Rogan then pulled up the Bible and read from Revelation chapter 13, verses 11 through 18, a section that describes the coming false prophet, a kind of second in command or the lieutenant of the coming Antichrist, who is going to make an image to him. The influential podcaster host read this entire section live on his broadcast. Yes, and yes, he did. Uh, the article continues. This is a well-known unbeliever talking at length about the mark of the beast, reading the book of Revelation, making this connection between a cashless society and the rise of the Antichrist. On the heels of that conversation, the quote, new Amazon One technology is about to go nationwide. A recent headline from CBS News read, Amazon releases new cashless pay-by-palm technology that requires only a hand wave. So this article discusses the use of biometric palm scanning technology, which again is part of this cashless society that Joe Rogan was talking about. Amazon is taking cashless payments to another level. In a new rollout, the tech giant is giving customers another contactless way to pay for groceries with their palms like it's so hard to pull your debit card out i'm sorry um, <laughs> mark continued says in a statement thursday amazon announced that the palm recognition service called amazon one will be used for payment identification loyalty membership and entry at over 500 whole foods at amazon fresh locations across the nation by the end of the year instead of pulling out a credit card or even a phone for apple pay subscribers or subscribing customers will simply have to hover their palms over an Amazon One device to pay. So for decades, Bible prophecy teachers have been saying that there is going to be a cashless society. The only way that the Antichrist can control the world economy is for there not to be cash. As long as there is, people can use cash to operate in a way that is undetected. The article continues that technology is already available at 200 locations across 20 U.S. states, including, of course, Arizona, California, Idaho, Idaho, Oregon, and Mississippi. Now, those are some odd states. Um, I can see Arizona, California, Oregon, but Idaho and Mississippi, mm, it kind of kind of 
struck me weird. Anyway, the article goes on to say Panera Bread, for example, has adopted the technology so that customers can simply wave their hands above the device in order to pull up their My Panera Loyalty account information and pay for their meals. At Coors Field Stadium in Colorado, customers tried to purchase or, or customers trying to purchase alcoholic beverages can hover their palms over the Amazon One device to verify they are 21 or older. It's being now used in several different convenience stores. It's being used at Hollywood casinos in Detroit. It's also being used by many airport traveler uh, retail travelers or traveler retail. Sorry. Another um, article from LifeWire reports that, quote, this means you won't need your wallet, purse, or even your phone to complete transactions. You just need your palm, unquote. Basically, this turns your hand into a personal credit card. Quote, how does this work? The article goes on, you pre-enroll via your Amazon account using a credit or debit card. Next, you head on over to Amazon One Palm Reading device to make a scan. Mm. Now, this is powerful. LifeWire says the algorithm matches unique elements of your palm with your account information. It doesn't just use images of the palm to identify a person, but it also incorporates the underlying vein structure. CBS went on to state, um, a palm is the safest biometric uh, to use because you cannot identify a person by it, Amazon said. The tech company uh, assured customers that their palm data uh, will not be shared with third parties, including a response to government demands, unquote. I think the government runs Amazon, anyway, including in response to government demands. Well, in the future, this is going to be taken over by the Antichrist. He's going to rule the world and rule this economy. It's important to understand, Mark says, that these technologies that we're talking about here, Amazon One, uh, different chip technologies or biometrics are not the mark of the beast, but they're part of the infrastructure he will use to control the world economy. I think he will use these things alongside the mark of the beast. He will use every kind of technology he he can to control, monitor, and surveil people's lives and finances. When you control people's money, you control their life. So he goes on to say, all of this is part of the continued setup and stage for and setting the stage for the global economy and the Antichrist. So people want to know, what is the mark? In this podcast, while Joe Rogan is trying to understand what the mark of the beast is, somebody sends him a note telling him that the word mark in the Greek is the word charagma, charagma. I'm sorry, folks. Anyway, I try my best. Anyway, he says uh, he says it wrongly several times, kind of like I'm sure I just did several times, uh, trying to pronounce the Greek word before taking or for talking about the meaning. So nine times in the New Testament, you have the word shiragma uh, used for this mark. Eight of those times is in the book of Revelation. Now, folks, I have discussed this earlier in another podcast, but we're going to talk about it again today. So, so this mark of the beast is going to be an etching, a tattoo, or a brand, whatever it is, it will be a Upon the right hand or the forehead of people during the tribulation period. It will be instituted at the midpoint of the seven-year tribulation when the Antichrist rules the world politically, economically, and religiously. And so I'm going to go back up here and say the only time it is not in the only time it's not in Revelation is in Acts chapter 17, verse 29, which says, For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven or etched by art 
in man's device. Boom. So he goes on to say, uh, it's in, it says in Revelation chapter 13 that 666 is the number of a man, the number of his name. In both Greek and Hebrew, all the letters of the alphabet have a numerical value associated with them. When the Antichrist appears, his name will equal 666. I'm sure you can look today and find all kinds of people whose names equal 666. But that's jumping the gun to do that. He's not going to be revealed until after the rapture, like I spoke about earlier. So when people take the mark of the beast, they'll literally be taking the name of the Antichrist on their right hand or forehead. It will be a pledge of allegiance, a loyalty oath to the Antichrist that they now belong to him, that he owns them, but he owns them. Um, if people don't take the mark, they're going to be shut out of the worldwide economy. It's all here. It's all in place, he says. And all that has to happen is the rapture. One of these days, the curtain of the end times will go up when the rapture takes place and the Antichrist will rise and the mark is going to engulf the whole world. God didn't tell us these things to scare us. He gave us these things to prepare us. I hark back to what was said during Joe Rogan's podcast. It's so scary. Well, it's not to make us anxious, but to make us alert and aware. And for those of us who know the Lord, we see these things and it foreshadows the fulfillment of prophecy of the coming cashless society. And the mark of the beast, it's a major signpost towards the soon coming of Jesus Christ. You and I need to make sure that we're ready. And you can learn more about the mark of the beast and emerging technologies through Pastor Thomas Hughes new book marking the masses and it's available on the online bookstore and I will post a link here folks to that bookstore so that you can grab marking the masses by pa uh, pastor Thomas Hughes or most of us call him Tom Hughes yes folks so go and grab that book I think I'm gonna get it too I've been waiting for it to come out now that it's out I'm gonna have to go and grab that so anyway um the next article I want to talk to you guys about is big brother your wi-fi can now be used to quote see unquote throughout your home yes folks this is that technocracy dot news technocracy dot news article is posted by Mr. E and it comes to us from via bomb thrower posted today the September 20th of 20. 23. So, when police suspected Danny Kilo, an orchid man of growing cannabis in his home, they drove to his house with a thermal imaging device to scan it. They found hot pockets in the house, which were used to obtain a search warrant and subsequently bust Kilo. What an... <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. That's a coincidental name. Kilo. Anyway, unfortunately, a five to four Supreme Court justice ruled the scan and unlawful search under the Fourth Amendment uh, requiring a warrant uh, the police did not obtain. Score one for privacy, but the government is about to have a far more controversial and dangerous tool at its disposal uh, to monitor what is going on inside your home. Folks, got to adjust my mic here. Uh, here we go. So unlike a thermal imager, this device is already in your home and you put it there. Yes, how it works. So Wi-Fi is electromagnetic waves in the 2.4 and 5 gigahertz ranges. It's the same thing as the light you see, only it can penetrate walls due to its much longer wavelength. Just like the light in echo echolocation, these waves also reflect off various surfaces. And when reconstructed properly, they can be used to create an image. Development of this technology goes back at least as far as July of 2005, where researchers claimed at an IEEE symposium 
that they had created an ultra-wide band high-resolution short pulse imaging radar system operated around 10 gigahertz. The application for which were explicitly for military and police use, providing them with a, quote, enhanced situation awareness, unquote. A few years later, in 2008, researchers at UC Santa Barbara created an initial approach for imaging with Wi-Fi that they presented at the IEEE ACC 2009. A year later, they demonstrated the feasibility of this approach. So the race is on, he says. Sensing the potential of this new surveillance technology, other researchers began piling on. Progress was initially slowed, but in 2017, two researchers in Germany demonstrated the ability to do Wi-Fi imaging using techniques borrowed from the field of holography. Mm. According to Philip Hall, an undergrad student and lead study author who worked with Freedom or the Friedman Reinhardt of the Technical University of Munich to develop the new method. Quote, the past two years have seen an explosion of methods for passive Wi-Fi imaging, unquote. At the time, the technology could only make out rough shapes of things. If there's a cup of coffee on a table, you may see something is there, You, but you couldn't see the shape, Hull says. But you could make out the shape of a person or a dog on a couch, really any object that's, mere, that's more than four centimeters in size. I think that's about two inches. Anyway for us American folks. Anyway, so the controversy begins. In 2018, the team of UC Santa Barbara published a paper titled Et to Alexa. So Et to Brute, but Et to Alexa. Examining the potential threats of this emerging technology. The example, the problem of adversarial Wi-Fi sensing in the risk to privacy resulting from the widespread deployment of wireless devices, which could be used to track your precise physical location, movement, and other physiological properties. Fortunately, they also proposed some countermeasures for defending against such attacks to reduce the quantity and quality of the Wi-Fi signals captured by the attacker, such as geofencing and rate limiting. These methods are not as effective as the IoT devices, though, due to the frequency with which they make transmissions. So the breakthrough. Up until this point, it was necessary to use frequencies higher than commercial Wi-Fi, 2.4 and 5 gigahertz, to achieve decent imaging resolutions. That all changed in February 2019 when a team from Michigan State University published a paper in IEEE Access outlining how they were able to use signals at a 5.5 gigahertz, which matches the 802.11 in forward slash AC Wi-Fi protocol, which if you look on your um, your routers, that's what's going to say on there. I'm sorry, moving right ahead. To create a 2D image of two reflecting spheres and a reflecting, I'm sorry, and a reflecting 8X-shaped eight target, concluding, quote, two, full 2D imagery is possible by capturing the Wi-Fi signals present in typical environments, unquote. Folks, this is, this is crazy. I mean, why would anybody want this technology? Mm. I don't know. You know, the military and the police do. Uh, the government does. Anyway, so adding AI and going 3D, folks, it gets great. It gets better. Hello. Hold on. Put your boots on. At Mobicom 2020, researchers from the University of Buffalo presented their Y-Pose technology. 
touted as the first 3D human pose construction framework using commercial Wi-Fi devices. This system uses the 2D imaging technology previously discussed to construct a 3D avatar of the humans captured by it. The system uses a deep learning model that encodes the prior knowledge of human skeletons in the construction process of the 3D model. And of course, here is a video on that you guys can watch if you go to technocracy.news.com and you can read and watch all about that. So in 2019, former DARPA, we all know DARPA, um, contractor Ray Louis launched his first commercial product in the Wi-Fi sensing domain, pitched as a way of, quote, making the world safer, healthier, and smarter, unquote, healthier, I'm sorry, uh, the original military and law enforcement uses uh, mentioned when this technology was born in 2005 were cast aside. The company claims the technology is so accurate that it can sense your breathing using nothing but standard Wi-Fi signals. In a 2021 company log, Leo discusses um, the development of the IEEE 802.11BF, a new Wi-Fi protocol, which is aimed at standardizing Wi-Fi imaging across all devices, thus making it easier for companies such as his to exploit compatible wireless networks. Lou was elected to serve as the IEEE president for 2022, and the new standard continues to be development to develop to this day. Further refinements to the imaging technology itself have been made. In late 2021, another paper was submitted to the IEEE outlining the researchers were able to achieve high-resolution imaging results with commercial Wi-Fi signals using beam forming on the 802.11 N forward slash AC protocol. Ready for production, folks. I'm telling you, here we go. The perfect Wi-Fi imaging system may have just been introduced to the world in December 2022 when researchers from Carnegie Mellon University married the latest in Wi-Fi sensing technology to a human form estimation engine known as Dense Pose. Folks, you ought to see these images. Anyway, says Dense Pose is a technology developed by Meta Facebook beginning in 2018. It's very similar to the Y-Pose uh, system we previously discussed and aims at mapping all human pixels of an RGB image to the 3D surface of a human body, unquote. The researchers modified DensePose so that rather than taking the RGB image, it would be compatible with the imagery being produced by state-of-the-art Wi-Fi sensing technologies. The resulting system, quote, can detect the pose of humans in a room based solely on the Wi-Fi signals passing through the environment unquote folks oh my goodness big brothers new eyes so it's telling how the pitch for this technology has pivoted from military and police use to keeping people safe in their own homes the true purpose of this is obviously for law enforcement the military and intelligence agencies we already live with mass digital surveillance and if you don't believe that this won't get incorporated into their plans to monitor everything you do then you haven't been paying attention apart from putting cctv cameras in everyone's living spaces this technology offers a comprehensive and supremely serendipitous way of putting eyes in every room of your house and place of work indeed this just may become the norm with nearly a third of gen z favorite the installation of government surveillance cameras in your home this less intrusive method may just even be broader uh, i'm sorry this less intrusive method may just find even broader support from the brainwashed masses it will be possible to know where you are in the house and exactly what you're doing from sitting on the toilet to making love 
we've we've seen um, how easy intelligence agencies can get secret warrants to surveil anyone of particular interest. We've also seen just how easy it is for someone to become a target for surveillance. You very well might one day find your Wi-Fi router and access point feeding imagery to an alphabet agency that didn't like your social media posts. While armed thugs wait for the perfect moment to execute their next no-knock raid. Folks, you can read more of that article if you want to go to technocracy.news. It does continue. But I think you get the point there, folks. We are being surveilled. We are being listened to, monitored, tracked, traced, everything already. And basically, the only thing that stands in the way of that is cash. That's the only thing. Um, folks are like, well, I don't use cash anymore. That's so archaic. Yeah, I'm just going to use my telephone because it's so cool. I can just beep and everything is paid. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's all good and fine, you know, but, you know, think about it. Without cash, I mean, they can pretty much total, total everything. But if you wanted to do, like, anything you wanted to go, and if you use cash for everything, folks, you go to the bank, you take your money out, you use cash for everything, they can't track anything that you're buying. But if you use your debit card to buy everything on Amazon, Amazon has a track record of you, me, all of us. Every grocery store you go to, you use your debit card. They know everything you're buying there. Like, I get emails from the grocery store saying, hey, Heather, it's time for you to buy so-and-so. You know, I'm like, what? <laughs> what about your favorites? You know? So think about it, folks. We're being tracked. and tra- We're like cattle being hauled. You know what I mean? They know everything. And we've allowed it. Just like that article said, we have welcomed this stuff into our homes. We have welcomed all this stuff into our homes. We have that cameras. Like, you know, people have like these different, you know, like systems in their home. They call it their, uh, you know, their security systems, you know, so they can watch everything. Like, folks, you may be able to watch your house, but anybody, Joe Blow, driving down your neighborhood could tap into your Wi-Fi security system and watch you too. So, it's not really secure. Like, I understand, you know, people want to, you know, be safe and secure. Get some lights, you know. Get some pop wire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get those air raid sirens when somebody crosses the line. But no. So, folks, we have welcomed this technology into our homes. And now, and now the government is going to use it. So, in the end times, you know, you wondered how this would happen. Like, you know, the book of Revelation talks about the Antichrist ruling in all the world and they would know everything. Because, you know, Satan is just, he's a fallen angel. He can't be everywhere at all times. He can only be one place at one time. You know, only God is omnipresent, omnipotent on everything. Only God is everywhere all the time and knows everything. So always remember that Satan is a fallen angel. And so he has to have demons, like one third of the angels fell with him. So that one third of the angels are demons roaming this earth. You know, they're, you're going to here and fro, um, doing all this. And so he has to have a way to track and trace and control everything. And so artificial intelligence is going to probably play a huge part of that. And uh, we as humans, this is hilarious. If you think about it in the end times, we're, we train AI you know, in those little pictures that come up and, you know, this capture or whatever, and you have to, you're training AI when you do that, you know? And uh, I, I want to tell you guys, so I got a call. I had to stop this podcast earlier. I was recording, and I get a phone call from um, our energy company, which is XL Energy, which is an XCEL. Um, and they were telling me in the next two weeks, they're going to be installing the smart meter. I'm like, great. I don't want the smart meter. And so the letter that I had received first told me you had to pay $160 
to opt out and then you pay $16 an additional a month for them to come and physically read your meter. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll do it. So I called them today and guess what? It's over $200 now that I have to sign this contract saying that I don't want this smart meter on my house. It's over $200. And she says, ma'am, um, you don't have a choice is what the representative told me. Oh, excuse me. So um, either they put the smart meter on your home or they put a non quote, non transmitting unquote meter on my house. I can't keep the meter that I have now on my house, which is non-transmittable. So why not? She wouldn't give me a reason. She goes, you don't have a choice. That's what she told me. Let me tell you something. This Texas girl got upset. I said, well, good luck getting onto my property. Click. <laughs> What's they'll get onto my property? Um, you know, it was, I was, I was angered. I have to tell you. And the Bible tells us we're not supposed to be angry unless it's righteous anger. I don't really think that was considered right. I don't, God's not going to consider that righteous anger, but I'm angry that they're taking our freedoms away from us and basically not giving us a choice. That's ba literally what she says. You don't have a choice. If you want to use electricity, you don't have a choice. So you know what my butt did straight to the internet, looking up uh, solar panels and whatever else I could do. You may hear this generator running in my, in my house with diesel running and be powered in my house or something, but I tell you what, I'm going to see what I can do to opt out of that. Doug and Stacy live off grid. I don't know how they do that. With me working from home, that'd be a little bit difficult. I do have to power um, the devices, but uh, I'm going to look into it just to see if I can cut the, sh the, the apron strings just a little bit more. You know, anything I can do to lessen the blow there, but I was pretty upset about that. I mean, you could imagine... You know, I had the sticker, don't tread on me. This is Texas. I was pretty upset about that. Um, what's wrong with the one that's on my house right now? It's been there for years. What's wrong with that? It works just fine. I'll tell you why. Because whatever meter they put on your house, they tell you it's non-transmitting, but you know it's going to be transmitting. Anyway, so uh, we'll see how that goes. We're in the midst of that right there. But, folks, I'm telling you, lots of crazy stuff is going on. And uh, we're going to move right along over to Mike Pence. You guys remember old Mike Pence? He had the opportunity to quash all that, to do the right thing, um, to pull up the fact that, yes, the votes were being, we're just going to keep on counting, Bob. <laughs> we're just going to keep on counting. Yeah, you're going to keep on counting until your opponent wins. Hello. Yeah, we knew what was happening uh, when Fox News declared all that we all knew Fox News was on board with them as well. We know the truth. We know Biden was not legally elected in the United States. Anybody with a brain in their head knows that. Um, but then again, you know, if you say that, they'll come against you. They may, they'll put a warning on my podcast. Oh my gosh, you're totally against that. But check this out. This is Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N dot com. Um, go check him out. Watch. And he says, Mike Pence outs himself as servant of the neocon warmongering Luciferian deep state. Mike Pence is quickly becoming the most unlikable politician in America. And I'm not even talking about his backstabbing role on January the 6th of 2021. Speaking at Town Hall on September 13th, Pence said that if Ukraine can't deliver a bloody nose to Russia, the U.S. will need to step in and send troops to join the fight, thereby ensuring Russia's defeat. What? <laughs> What? What? Interject that ensuring Russia will come after us. Anyway, he goes on to say, this sounds like a recipe for nuclear war, which Pence did not address, nor was he asked to address it in the totally staged events. Watch his response in the video below. So I'm going to pause this really quick and click over so I can put this on here so you guys can hear it. So give me just a moment. And we'll be right back.
You brought up uh, earlier in the town hall uh, the, the divide in the Republican Party over Ukraine, which is, which is interesting. And we, we are now hearing some Republicans sound a lot like Neville Chamberlain did um, in, the in the 1930s. Kevin, uh, who's a communications specialist, he lives in Iowa, has a question for you about Ukraine. Good evening, um, Vice President Hi, Pence. Kevin. Um, Pre President Trump says he would end the war in Ukraine within 24 hours if he was elected president once again. What would you do to end the war in Ukraine? Well, the only way you can end the war in Ukraine in 24 hours is by letting Putin have everything he wants. Look, I've met Vladimir Putin. For the last 20 years, he's been very clear that his ambition is to reclaim the old Soviet sphere of influence in Eastern Europe. Now, let me be clear. I, th I think, Kevin, I think Joe Biden has done a terrible job explaining what our national interest is in providing military support to the Ukrainian military. It gives these gauzy speeches about democracy that for all the world sound like campaign speeches. I, I believe our national interest there is that I am convinced that if the Ukrainian military doesn't stop and repel that Russian invasion, it's not going to be too long before that Russian army crosses a border that our men and women in uniform are going to have to go and fight under our NATO treaty. I truly believe it, whether that's, whether that's Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, whether it's Baltic or Poland, I don't know. But we had this idea called the Reagan Doctrine, which was, Back in the day, we said, if you're willing to fight the communists in your country, we'll give you the means to fight them there so we don't have to fight them. That's our national interest there. Look, it's a humanitarian crisis. I, I visited Ukraine. I will tell you the war crimes that have taken place there, the unconscionable brutality of the Russian military speaks for itself. But, but I believe the reason why we need to give the Ukrainian military what they need, and not in the, not in the dribs and drabs of the... The, the Biden administration has done, but give them the resources that they need to fight and to win and to drive that Russian military back is because it's in our interest and I think ultimately it's in the interest of peace and security in the world. Lastly, I will tell you this. Did you notice peace and security? Peace? Peace and security. When they say peace and security, sudden destruction come upon them. Oops, I'm sorry. Back to the video. This. If, if, uh, if, if Putin somehow wins either all or part of what he wants in Ukraine, I think that's going to embolden China's military ambitions in the Asia-Pacific. But, but you achieve peace through strength. And by using a, what, what amounts to 3% of our national defense budget, as we have so far, to support the Ukrainian military, let them push back the Russians. I think that'll discourage China uh, from its military ambitions in the Asia-Pacific, especially with regard to Taiwan. That, that's how we achieve a more peaceful future. And that's what it means to be the leader of the free world. Why do you think, sir, there are so many Republicans, uh, both Republican primary voters and... Folks, mm-mm-mm. As you notice, Pence kept a low profile as vice president, but now he's showing his true colors. So he says Biden isn't giving Ukraine enough support. Apparently, $110 billion in military aid is not enough. And if we do give them, quote, the resources they need, and quote, Pence says Ukraine will drive that Russian military back. How much is enough, Mike? 
What is the guy smoking? Clearly, it's the same drug that all the other neocons in Washington like to smoke. I can only imagine it must be high-potency meth wrapped in $100 bills, courtesy of the Raytheon, Northrop, Grumman, and Lockheed Martin. Putin has made it very clear that he is not backing out of Ukraine without a deal that includes Ukraine being demilitarized and a guarantee that it not become a member of NATO ever. Putin will do whatever is necessary to achieve this, just as America would if the Russians were funneling weapons to Mexico that were being used to shell U.S. cities in Texas. Is it just me, or does it appear that Mike Pence's whole countenance has changed? He always looked plastic and fake, but now his eyes burn with the Luciferian lust for death. Oh, folks, you ought to watch the video because he really does. Remember how he used to stand there? Now he does, he looks like, I don't know how to explain it, arrogant maybe? Anyway, moving right along. In less than five minutes, Pence managed to repeat every lie of the neocon globalist warmongering deep state in its uniparty minions. That Russia and Putin want to, quote, reclaim the old Soviet empire. That Russia is a threat to launch an unprovoked invasion of NATO countries. And that if, quote, we don't fight the communists over there, we will have to fight them here, unquote. Newsflash to Mike Pence, we already have more than our share of communists, quote, here in America, and you've done very little over your career to fight them. Almost none of these domestic communists are Russian, so maybe that's why you bow down and kiss their rear ends. That's exactly what you did, Mr. Pence, in 2015 when you were governor of Indiana. After you signed the Religious Freedom Restoration Act that year, you caught flack from the cultural Marxists trying to normalize transgenderism and other perversions. You folded like a wet banana peel. But he loves to fight against those Russian commies. He apparently doesn't yet realize that the Russians gave up on communism more than 33 years ago. Does Pence really think that if the U.S. doesn't fight Russia and Ukraine, that Russia will be invading America and we will have to fight them over here? Of course not. He knows that's a massive lie, but he tells it anyway. That's what globalist stooges do. They will tell any lie, no matter how outrageous, if that's what their handlers say is needed to whip up another round of pro-war hysteria in America. The truth is exactly the opposite. If we continue to arm Ukraine with ever bigger and more sophisticated weapons to be used against Russia, that will provoke Putin to at some point strike back. Which, of course, is exactly what the U.S. government wants. But how will Russia strike back? Will it be with cruise missiles, hypersonic missiles? Will they give them a nuclear payload? Pence seems to forget that Russia is the world's most heavily armed nuclear power, with more than twice the arsenal the U.S. has at its disposal. His words are not only untrue, they are reckless in a direct provocation to nuclear war. Pence provides zero evidence that Russia is on a mission to reclaim its former empire, let alone launch out on an unprovoked attack on the U.S. or any other NATO country. Why? Because there's no such evidence to be had. Putin has made it clear for well over a decade that what he can never accept is more eastward expansion of NATO and the stacking of NATO weapons on his border in Ukraine. Two things that are two things that a simple timeline in a map of Eastern Europe will prove that NATO is engaging in. The map below is from March of 2022. The most recent he says he could find online. This is Leo Holman. Um, since this map was made, another two nations, Finland and Sweden, have joined NATO. And Finland has hundreds of miles of border with Russia. Folks, you can see this map right here. If I'm going to put this on to my, I will put this on YouTube and I will put this on um, Rumble. Um, at some point, and you guys can watch that hopefully uh, by the end of today or tomorrow. 
and you can see right here my goodness so anyway uh, so Pence's September 13th speech is not only reckless, but immoral. He brags about a doctrine that calls for the U.S. to use other countries, in this case, Ukraine, to fight its wars and settle its scores with the rival superpower. This is destroying Ukraine. The country has suffered an estimated 500,000 casualties fighting a losing a cause against a superior Russian military. Mike Pence has clearly gone over to the dark side. Maybe he always was one of theirs. I agree he was. I think he totally, he always has been. Anyway. You know, he's a Catholic. People are like, Catholics are Christians. No, they're not. <laughs> Go to getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com, and check out Pastor Billy's um, Bible study on Catholicism. Anyway, shame on him. Shame on all of the American neocon warmongers who speak of, quote, democracy, unquote, and other made-up platitudes in order to justify their doctrine of perpetual foreign wars that make endlessly growing profits for their donors in the military-industrial complex. Pence and his uh, ilk think we, the people, are stupid when they tell the when they tell these lies about Americans' non-existent national interest in Ukraine and why we should expo- expend our blood and treasure there in other far-flung regions that pose no threat to our national borders. And at the same time, right here he says, um, many of these same globalist politicians ignore or downplay the existential threat metastasizing as the U.S. borders with Mexico and Canada. It is here that thousands of men of military age are flooding in every day from China and the Islamic world. This is no accident that they have placed a priority on exactly the opposite point of where it should be placed. Globalist politicians are traitors to their own company. Our country. They are pledged to serve the interests not of the hardworking American taxpayer, but of multinational banks and corporations. They hate we the people, and in their eyes, the more of us that they can kill through toxic injections and foreign wars, the better. And food supply, I'm going to throw in there. If you don't think the food is killing you, I've been saying that for over a decade that our food supply is killing us. That's why I eat organic. That's why I try to do everything I possibly can to stay out of the, um, the, uh, the, mainstream food supply i guess you could pretty much say um you guys need to go to um dougandstacy.com go go to offgridwithdougandstacy.com to find out all the wealth of information that they guys have that they have for you sign up for their newsletter um do that today check out their youtube channel um they're i mean i tell you what they're spot on um i do think the lord is using them in these end days to warn us uh, and if you would Mama Bear Prepper, go to YouTube, check out Mama Bear Prepper. I'm going to go right there, right there, right there, right now, YouTube. Go to YouTube. And um, there's a couple Mama Bear Preppers out there, but the main Mama Bear Prepper, you'll see her, it kind of looks like um, uh, like the gas mask. Um, make sure she's still got the same thing here. Mama Bear Prepper. And get uh, definitely get a hold of her uh, channel and help her. Um, uh, she'll be um, onto her Discord channel, and there's a wealth of information. Yes, yeah, it's Mama Bear Prepping. Mama Bear Prepping. There you go, guys. Uh, and it's got like a bear right there, like a little, um, oh, the little upside down triangle uh, radioactive thing. So definitely go there. And I'll take, here's one she just posted 22 hours ago. Seven areas to get prepared in and to start right now. Prepping preparedness, survival supplies. So boom, you want to go there. Um, they keep warning us, get ready now. She did this a day ago. Folks, go sign up on her channel the virus danger all this she's gonna give you an idea her and her husband are retired military um definitely go and check them out another one you guys can go check out is a uh, monkey works and that is w-e-r-x monkey works go check him out i think he is out of dallas 
Texas. Anyway, and of course, you know, Spencer Smith, all of my great favors, Billy Crone, Athy Creek, lots of great places to go and get information. Um, here's another one. She's got How Prepared Are You, Mama Bear. Disclaimer, I am not sponsored, so she's going to give you a whole bunch of stuff um, of what you can need, what you need to get. Um, folks, these are people that we really, really need to be paying attention to. It says you have less than a month. Um, when the SHTF prepping news, um, this is Riverside, Homestead, Life. You can go check this out. It tells you what to get. So, folks, there's a lot of things that we should be doing, um, and myself included. We need to get our homes prepared. We need to, for um, security purposes, we need not only food and water, folks, to um, survive whatever comes our way. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not talking about the tribulation period. We won't be here for that. But I am talking about um, economic disasters that are coming upon the world. We do know that because the Bible told us these things were going to happen. We look out into the world today. The government is telling us what's going to happen. Remember all the talk that they were talking about that? Um, you know, fertilizer prices were out the door. were so high they couldn't get them up. But, well, what do you think happened? Do you think just magically this fertilizer just came upon the earth? And, oh, and all the farmers like, yay. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> No, they did not get the fertilizer and they had to pay an extreme cost to get the fertilizer they were able to get. So just know that the food supply next year and the year after will not be what we have now. So please, please do me a favor and go and get food right now before it becomes um, where you're out there pushing grandma down to get the food, okay? Because that's what it's going to come to. People, if you think that it's going to be any different then Black Friday, when they're going after grandmas and knocking down people in fights and shootings and stuff like that over stupid TVs, imagine what it's going to be over food. We have people, kids, teenagers, playing out Grand Theft Auto in real life, running over people. We have them thugs beating clerks for no... I mean, folks, we live in a completely different world than we did prior to 2020. I was going to throw that to you. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, it was bad then, but it is really bad on an exponential thing. Lawlessness. Law is because of lawlessness. The love of any will grow cold. And that's happening. So just do me a favor. Because I tell you what. And be sure you rotate through your food. Unless you buy that dehydrator stuff. You buy the dehydrator food. That'll stay for like 25 years on your shelf. Um, but do me a favor. Please. Please. Whatever money you have right now. Invest it into that. I would not say buy a new car. Buy a new house. Whatever. Folks. Our treasures are not here on earth. Our treasures are in heaven. And um, we are to serve the Lord in whatever capacity we have. Like I know friends and family. I have elderly neighbors that I know already that probably will not be able to go out and buy more stuff. And so as we as Christians and neighbors are to love people and we are to care for people and uh, we need to be able to um, take care of our neighbors. And so if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your neighbors? If you have enough food for yourself, do you have enough food to feed your neighbors as well? Um, so that's what I'm saying. Get out there and do that today while we can, while it's still reasonably okay. Because remember when I was harping on this before, my grocery bill was two thirds less than what it is now. That's how much food has gone up. I can remember, like I spent $50. And you know, you put your little kid in there, the little leads hang through, you know, the little slots there on your little uh, grocery cart. I filled that up. Didn't even fill it up. $50. Of a space of about of a what six seven inches eight inches across by maybe twelve inches whatever that was fifty dollars so do me a favor go get you some food 
because um you know the food that i got a couple years ago can't because canned food your canned food may say it went out of date but it did not trust me they found stuff in the depression age that was canned that is still good so if it went out a year ago i'm probably gonna tell you it's still probably good um but anyway i was getting keystone food keystone canned meats uh, back then, I still have them, and I got them so much cheaper than now. Now they're like ten dollars, ridiculous amount of money, but I got them so much cheaper then, and so I still have food that I had bought a couple years ago that was way cheaper than it is now. And by the way, Keystone food will last like five years. Their canned food lasts a very long time. Um, you got canned chicken, canned turkey, and canned beef. So they have ground beef can, they have all kinds of stuff. So that's another big one that you guys can check out. Keystone. I don't think they're organic. I know. Oh, the horror. I know, but still, I mean, it's still good beef. <laughs> when, when we're like, you know, eating out of a can, I don't think I'm going to worry if it was organic or not. <laughs> I told my brother, I said, I don't know. Y'all just going to have to go on without me because <laughs> I have so many crazy food allergies and stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'll be one of the weaker ones. Lord, take me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway but yeah folks this it's not gonna hurt you to stock up on some food and rotate through your food you know if you're buy the food that you're gonna eat you know buy the food that you eat right now just buy more of it if you're at the grocery store you know said like they had a sale on corn the other day libby's non-gmo corn it was a dollar a can i'm like whoa no it's 60 68 cents a can man i stocked up on that and so i grabbed a few cans of that so grab what you're gonna eat you know canned spinach just be sure that you're getting stuff that's gonna you know keep you nutritiously sound you know don't stock up on candy bars you know that's not going to help you any um of course it's nice to have a sweet treat every now and then but uh get honey get manuka honey manuka honey uh, is from new zealand and it's the only place you can get it but it has wonderful healing properties um beyond crazy you don't have to eat honey but you can use honey for different antimicrobials um antibiotics thyme there's all kinds of herbs you guys can get find you some books or go to mama bear prepper and she will teach you all about that stuff um and she's also got a discord channel i think i mentioned before i'm, I'm sure i've mentioned that several times i know today alone i've mentioned it twice so there's a lot of things that we can do guys i try to give you guys um um anytime i come across information i always want to pass it along to you um if you guys go to my uh, i do have a youtube channel um it's not the one i had before but i do have one <laughs> i think i started a while back um uh, but I haven't really done much. I, I, you know, I think three months ago is the last thing I did. Um, so I don't really upload on there a lot. But what I do is I put on playlists. And so if you go to, to the playlist, there's a lot of stuff on there. I have ladies Bible teachers for women. Um, this is Melissa Daltrey. She teaches a lot of great stuff. And she's a great apologetic too. But I also have end times. And that's with my pastor, Randy Davis. I have all 29 videos there. Anything you wanted to know about the end times, we're talking fees, we're talking antichrist, we're talking market, whatever you want to know, boom, he's done a video on it. And so I've also got um, Pastor Billy Crohn's. I put the whole 12 videos of Roman Catholicism. That is on there as well. So if you go to my channel, you click on playlist, it's going to bring all those up there for you guys. And, uh, and so I try to create stuff like that for you too. Um, let me see what else. And as far as that goes, um, you know, the website, uh, on the website, I have a, quite a bit on there on the website as well. Oh, good news. Good news. Um, Michelle Mooneyham has uh, given us another article today. I'm not going to read it now because I've been um, talking for so long. I want people to be able to hear it freshly. <laughs> and so um, what we're going to do is um, 
I will actually put that um, on the next podcast, but I'm actually going to upload that to the blog. So if you go to Bible Prophecy, the number four today.com, it's going to be on the blog. And folks, you're going to want to read this. This is so good. It was spot on when she sent it this morning. I was like, wow, it was it was it was perfect. Something that we all needed uh, to hear. So we all need to hear. And it's actually called um, Choose Life. And um, folks, it is. It's where, you know, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it um, because it's just that good. But I wanna, I'm going to take another time to read it again. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and read it. So let me um, uh, increase the old font. You know, I think I, I can do it. I can read it. <laughs> so this is Choose Life. This is by Michelle Mooneyham. And it was uh, today, September the 20th of 2023. She says, life is hard. I know that it's not a positive way to start this post, but it is. It should not come as a surprise as we were warned in John 16, 33, quote, you will have suffering in this world, unquote. However, if we look at the whole verse, it comes with a glorious promise. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. And so that's true. Jesus told us that. So it goes on to say, it seems like lately every day brings more bad news, more suffering, more heartbreak. There are days when it feels like we're being swept out to sea with wave after wave crashing over so that you cannot get your head above the water. When we start to focus on the waves, it seems life is more than we can handle. And she says life is more than we can handle, but we were never meant to handle life alone. The choice has been put before us in Deuteronomy 30, 19. Quote, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. End quote. So what does it mean to choose life? True living only comes through a relationship with our Heavenly Father. The relationship is freely given to us by His Son, Jesus, in the work He did for us on the cross. John 14, 6 states, quote, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me, end quote. By surrendering our life to Him or to Jesus, He takes our burdens on Himself, which frees us to truly live. This life is too much for us to handle, but it is not too much for our Savior. Jesus tells us in Matthew eleven thirty, quote, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, unquote. He not only takes our burdens on himself, but he gives us a family. Ephesians 2, 19 says, so then you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. He tells us a family of believers um, he tells us as a family of believers to support one another in Galatians 6 to carry one another's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. We are not meant to face this world alone. So how can we choose life? We start by surrendering our life to Jesus Christ. We need to start being real, quote, with one another. None of our lives are perfect. Reread John 16, 33. When we are struggling, we need to support one another. If we see someone hurting, we need to reach out without worrying. What, if, what will someone else think? Sometimes a simple smile or kind word to a stranger on the street may be all it takes to change a life and convey that someone cares. When we choose life in Christ and live according to his word, there should be an outward change that shares life with, an, with everyone we encounter. This world is full of hurting people. Choose life. Leave people better than you found them. Point them to the Savior. Amen, sister. Amen. What a wonderful reminder to choose life. What a wonderful reminder. That was a great article. Michelle, thank you so much for um, sending that to me and contributing um, to the website. I, I so much appreciate your help. 
And I tell you what, I'm going to get that uploaded today onto the website, BibleProphecyTheNumberFourToday.com. You guys go check it out. And um, folks, that's a, that's a great reminder to all of us. Today is the day we need to choose life and to tell people about Jesus. Point them to the Savior. May everything we do glorify God. Everything. We need to think about that every day. Our whole life should point towards Christ. It wants to be a sweet aroma. And um, when I get to heaven, I just want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, my goodness. Those are the words that I want to hear. I know you guys want to hear them, too. I want to make my father proud, my heavenly father proud. I know you guys do as well. And so let's uh, let's focus on the kingdom, folks. Like the Bible says, you know, focus on the kingdom first, and then God will bring in and add all these things into you. So, but seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will he add upon us. And so, folks, believe it. Believe the promises of God in the Bible. It's one thing we need to learn to do is pray the word of God. Pray the Bible. So with that, guys, the only way to pray the word of God and pray the Bible is to know the word of God and to know the Bible. So I'm going to end on that note. Get into the word of God. Let the word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, come King Jesus. Please come and take us home soon. But until then... We will fight the good fight and be the salt and the light of Christ in this world. Until then, thank you guys so much for listening. And may God bless each and every one of you. May he give you boldness to continue in the work that he has called you to do. Thank you guys so much for listening.